I'm Jackson. And I'm Lo. And you're listening to the Off the Chef Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Off the Chef Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Episode two. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> Numero dos. Yeah, that was fun to do and to get it live. I was a little sad about kind of the issues that we had up yeah, front. Yeah, we kind of had some major issues. Well, not, I guess not major. That sounds dramatic. Yeah. But like the, it said it pop- published to Anchor, which is the host that we use and automatically yeah. publishes to Spotify. But it wasn't showing up in Spotify and people couldn't find it. We Even couldn't find though it. it said it was published yeah. on our dashboard. Right. Which, yeah. And I, we knew Apple Podcasts would take a minute to go for a few days and we still just went live because i guess we yeah. just we don't care <laughs> right hopefully by the time you're listening to this some of you are listening to it on apple podcast, apple podcast yeah i hope it's good on, on there then. now you have to like you have to like send it to to get get approved and stuff yeah I don't know, it's a much this. more lengthy pro- process compared to yeah. spotify and anchor yeah. but but anyway here we are here we are and we're doing it and if you're back again Thank you. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. We're so excited how many people are excited <laughs> to yeah. listen to our first episode. And it's fun to to do. To do, yeah. But let's jump in What with our highs and lows yeah, of the week. Jump, yeah, let's jump right in. I'll go first. Sure. Um, so my high um, is Dean slept through the night last night. I mean, kind of. Basically. He I'm d- like, wait. He, what? I mean, he went to bed kind of later because he was just off all day. And so he didn't go to bed till like 10, I think. Or after ten, yeah. But then he didn't wake up till seven in the morning. Yeah, that's pretty for a three amazing. month old. Old is pretty amazing. <laughs> so it's not like yeah. twelve hours, which is like, I guess the goal. I guess yeah. That we have, but I mean, it was a good. It was I ca- pretty I can't dang complain. good. Yeah. He usually, I mean, he's, he's a good sleeper, and he usually only wakes up like five thirty or six. So yeah. it's like only an hour longer, I guess. So maybe not that big of a deal, but it was a. I thought I was excited this morning. Yeah. When he wake up. <laughs> Waking up. Yeah. <laughs> You're like wait. I didn't wake up in the night. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's my high. And my low is is just like my, I just feel like I haven't been patient with, with Liam specifically these past couple of days. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he's been on off or something. I don't know. Or maybe you. <laughs> Me, maybe both of us. It's just been like. You ugh, haven't been bad though. You're definitely harder on yourself. I know. It's just like, he's just driving me crazy <laughs> yeah something. he just is getting older which is so fun but also he like pushed a little more yeah he's like, definitely pushing a lot of buttons yeah these he's, days. Just, he's just i think he's testing his boundaries which yeah like is normal for some a kid this age but like yeah it's just hard to well it's just exhausting as a parent exactly, like yeah. you you have to stay clear on your boundaries so that obviously he just learns what's acceptable and what's not and rules and but all it's the hard to stick those boundaries yeah sometimes. but when you've done it six times and he's gonna test you for the seventh time it's yeah. hard to be patient and yeah. so i feel you there mm-hmm. what is your highs and lows yeah well i'll start with my low all right okay well pause i have to pref i have to preface this uh-huh. um because while it is my low i'm also super like happy and excited so my low this week is just kind of our t- like our the extra time that we've had together is kind of coming to an end with you starting school for okay. you mm-hmm. for school um and but with when i say that i don't like i'm so excited for you and i'm so proud of you and i'm so happy to be making th- these sacrifices because it you're just going to be happy we're all going to be happier and it's going to be good. Like we're doing we're you're pursuing like what you want to do, you know? Yeah, so for I'm those of you that don't know, I just started online school 
um like earlier this, this week. week yeah and so it just is like i'm at least doing school on average four to four to five hours a day and so yeah so it's just manageable i really but am so happy obviously for you and i i'm obviously gonna stand by you and support you a million percent mm-hmm. but it was kind of my low because we've just we already don't have that much time together with our crazy schedules and then and now we're adding 20 more hours yeah. <laughs> of stuff to that week. And so this was the first week where I was kind of like, oh, like I, I do miss you a little bit. Well, a little bit. That sounds sad. <laughs> but you know Just what I mean. Tad. Just a little. Um, what was your high? Yeah. So, but my high was this week we put up our fall decor. Oh, that's a good high. Yeah. It's fall, y'all. And our <laughs> house is looking good. Even though it's like 90 degrees outside. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I, I do actually love decorating for seasons and yeah guys christmas is just around the corner i know but like let's enjoy our fall decor for a minute but yes like christmas is coming soon and oh my gosh we need to tell them about the tree that we got for this year we got a new tree that we bought last year and it was just delivered a couple weeks ago after christmas sale yeah from king of christmas which is if you know you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) nice christmas the king of of christmas Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh but i'm so excited it it's a awesome. massive flock tree and wow we need to okay we just can't Reel get too excited it's yeah fall. so it's, be- it's not even end of summer yet <laughs> <laughs> anyway our fall decor is up and it is beautiful and i am sitting here in my new fall minky even and life is good life is good okay <laughs> are you ready for pop culture pop culture roundup yeah let's do it <laughs> okay uh, first thing, um, I guess it's not really pop culture, but it's like sports, um, the BYU-Utah game is on September 11th. And yeah. if you're listening to this, the game has already happened. Yeah. And so hopefully BYU has won, but <laughs> like, who knows? I'm literally praying, <laughs> but I'm also like, let's just like have a moment of mourning yes. right uh, now. No. Okay. That's not the <laughs> attitude, girl. No. <laughs> we got to have hope. I As do. a BYU fan, well, your number one thing is hope. Okay. <laughs> but something to have a lot of hope for is that they might get into the Big 12. Like, that's a oh, big I, thing. Yeah, I am really hopeful for that. I'm ho- awesome. just, and it's looking good. The Slims are, they're Slims. The, the uh, what was that saying I'm trying to say right now? You Odds know how are looking, I am with whatever. <laughs> It's looking like it might actually happen. Uh, the Big 12, like, is really has their eye on BYU and a couple other teams. Anyway, that would be awesome. Yeah. A lot more recruiting, a lot more money, just like more experiences. Anyway. Rah, 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 rah. Go <laughs> Good job. Okay. Second thing. Except for pause. Yeah. Wha- I just need to put a little funny plug in here that I I wouldn't say I'm like, how would you describe my love for BYU? I don't. Here's the thing. I'm not a fan. I'm not not a fan. But I married into a family. I mean, I th- your fans. dad likes BYU. Well, yeah. I just don't care, I guess. Yeah, you don't really, I haven't really care, but like family but really like cares. But like if I were to choose to root for a team, I'm going to, I'm going to wear she blue. She married into like a, a bleed, bleed blue family. Yeah. And so she's kind of Like adopted. don't you even dare sweat any red. Like. <laughs> or even think about it or my mom will cut you. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so she's kind of adopted that. Anyway, um, I just want to say when I married into the family. I learned the BYU chant song and fight so song. fight song. There you go. There you have it. She, she like low can like, like learn the, like 
moves or lyrics to any song like <laughs> like so quickly but ask her to learn the words the fights the byu fight song and it's the hardest thing in the world i don't know why <laughs> anyways it's why been either. a joke a little bit but she just messes the words all up and everything but it's okay i still love you thanks yep okay second thing um have you do you remember that movie or have you seen the trailers to the movie uh i think it's uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It's a new Marvel movie. No. I, oh, I, yeah. Just kidding. I have. Yeah. Yes. It's like an all Asian cast yeah, it and looks everything. Way interesting. Yeah, it looks good. I guess. So it just came out on this past weekend. Oh, it did already? Well, over Labor Day, Labor okay. Day weekend. Yeah. And I guess like it, it's like one of the best Labor Day weekend openings like ever. Like it broke some records and stuff. Really? Good for I them. I think it, yeah, it made $146 million opening weekend worldwide. Wow. And it hasn't opened up in China yet. So it'll probably make more. Anyway, um, and it's kind of like the first movie for this like new era um, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU. Because it's not part of. Yeah, so like the end of like so they the, there was three phases. The end of phase three was like the Avengers movies, right. and like like spoiler alert, a lot of them die and whatever, and move on. <laughs> spoiler <laughs> and, alert. At the end of Avengers, right? But there's this new like phase four is what they're calling it. Okay. And that's what like this movie as as well as like the new spider-man movie that's coming out and like some other movies are kind of like the beginning of phase four okay so it's like exciting but here's the thing a lot of phase four has to do with like there's a lot of shows on disney plus like the wandavision show oh yeah the, like a Lo- loki's on there mm-hmm. which we still haven't watched i can say we need to watch i know we've still. been wanting to watch them for like ages everyone says how good they are but like here's my problem I feel like there's so much to keep up with. Like I can't like, keep yeah. up with it all. Like I don't have time to watch like 60 different like movies shows. and then like three different shows with right. like 10 episodes each season like right. on Disney Plus. Like it's just a lot and I feel like I'm left behind. I don't know. It's just yeah, overwhelming to me. Um but, but the movies look awesome. Yeah, I mean this movie did really good. It's um and people which is awesome one because it's an all asian cast and everything and so they're celebrating that which is great yeah amazing and i think it's just it looks like a cool movie and yeah, it's like it does look and cool. it's a movie that's original i mean it's based off a comic sure but it's like it's not like avengers like it's avengers 4 or like the black widow movie right. like you already know who black widow was right like it's a new hero that we don't know and like yeah. it still did really well which is yeah. exciting i think yeah totally exciting yeah anyway that's kind of fun and then my last thing is there's a couple pregnancies in the world. I mean, you can guess one, I bet. Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner's pregnant. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what do you, you t- you're talking to me about some nail thing. Yeah. Like people have figured it out before she announced. Yeah. So on TikTok, there was some serious like FBI level stalking. Uh-huh. And it's been going around for a few months that like she's pregnant based on like birthday post and nails and her nails were different and like the posts weren't matching up like yeah she's making a post and her uh-huh. nails were different in post than they were and on the, their stories and basically something. everyone figured it out that she'd taken pictures was, beforehand uh-huh and is like you're pregnant like we are calling it right now but everyone obviously were, like the kardashians are just like mum's the word and <laughs> they yeah. didn't know and then obviously then they confirmed it and then announced it and i think obviously the world is excited for them but it's funny because like tiktok has blown up uh-huh. and they're like they're obviously excited but that i think they're more excited that they were right and everyone's like we knew it <laughs> <laughs> so and they just feel like very satisfied with yeah. themselves yeah that's which funny. i mean i would be too right. so 
Well, congrats. That's their second, right? It's their second. I mean, kid, I, think I think so. I don't really know. Yeah, I think it's their second. And then also Jennifer Lawrence is pregnant. Wait, what? Yeah, I guess. Wait, she, she's Hunger Games girl, right? Yeah, I, be, I haven't seen her for a while. Like, she's I don't pregnant. Know she's, yeah, I guess she got is pregnant with her first. I did not know that one. Yeah, I just found found that out. But like, I mean, congratulations to her. That's awesome. Yeah. I guess she's been she got married to a guy in the end of 2019. Now they're pregnant, and I had no idea. Happy and stuff, but I just like I feel like I haven't seen her in anything recently. Yeah. I feel like she did Hunger Games, and then she like did a few other movies that she was in and stuff. But now I feel like. Yeah, and then she's sure. like that like, relatable girl. Anyway, I don't know. Pizza. Yeah, <laughs> pizza girl. I, I don't know. Anyway, so those some good baby news, I guess, yeah. in the world of celebs. And we actually. No, no I'm totally no, 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 kidding. No, no, no. no way. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> no baby news here. Well, Lo, do you want to tell them what we're going to talk about today? Yes. I do. So uh, we really just wanted to dive into all things mental health, but specifically centered around men's mental health. I think it's really easy and natural for women to talk about mental health. And while mental health obviously is usually encompasses everyone, I just think men often, I don't know, maybe like you can kind of also just transition here, but I just think we're super passionate about men also feeling empowered to own their emotions. And I don't know, you take the floor. Like you yeah, I obviously mean, have a lot to say. This is something like I have become very passionate about over the years um, in our marriage and stuff. I guess we'll get, probably get into that a little bit later. But I don't know. I'm I'm excited to talk about this because I'm something something I'm so passionate about. But I'm also like nervous in a way because I want to do it justice and I want to say the right things. Um, So I don't know. I guess like my main thing is like men have emotions and like that is okay. Totally okay. Like men, men are human (laughs) and like we live in this world and I think it's getting better. Luckily Um, we live in this world that like men like need to be these like superheroes. I mean, speaking of superheroes, but like, they need to be these superheroes and like just save the day and just like work hard like grit and like stand back up and dust yourself off and get with it or like don't cry like all these things like real men don't cry like all these like honestly toxic and bad things honestly yeah i think that men grow up in the grow up in and i just think it's important that men know that it's okay to have hardships and specifically as husbands and fathers um yeah i think that's a very hard time for a lot of men and i think there's all these self-help books for women um which is great i don't want to downplay any of that but like there's like you know the what's that one book that was got really like girl wash your face wash your face (laughs) wash your face girl wash your face or like these things like empowered women and like that's a whole nother topic that has a ton 100 percent validity to it thousand percent but i just think men that's just not a topic men talk about and they don't talk about that in like friend groups or anything boy wash your face (laughs) (laughs) but like i feel like it's more likely for girls to like like talk to each other women are very naturally emotional yeah and it's easy for women to connect for a woman to meet another stranger and say sit down and say hey how are you and then five minutes later know their whole life story exactly that's just kind of how women are you know like where men that's just usually 
not the case. I mean, you can watch a friend's episode and like it, we, we laugh about it, but it's just kind of, um, maybe more of like their nature. Mm-hmm. And because all of this isn't to say that having emotion like makes you weak. Like I think, I think what's hard and like kind of what you're saying mm-hmm. is you say it's okay for men to have emotion. And I think everyone's like, Oh yeah. But then they like, they agree with you, but then they feel like they need to be strong and they can't have too yeah. much emotion. Or who or, are they going to emote to even? Right. No, I a hundred percent agree with what you're saying. I think it's just and it doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make no, you a, yeah. like you can still be the manliest man and, and have emotions and be willing to be vulnerable with those emotions. And that doesn't mean you have some crazy public platform that you feel like you need to share anything with. But even like you said, it's in those intimate moments with a spouse or a really close friend or whoever it may be that it still is okay. And you're, you're still a man, right? Emotion does not make you weak. It actually makes you stronger. Yeah. And emotion like, and vulnerability builds relationships and builds trust. And that's whether that's in a marriage or in friendships or whatever. And yeah. I just think that sometimes men, like you said, it's just like the nature, which is fine. And it is, women are more likely to be vulnerable and open. And men are more likely to take longer to get to that point. Yeah. And I just think that's something us as men constantly have to fight um, against. Um, I'm not saying we need to break down and cry to every guy we see. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that's what it means either. I mean, there's studies actually that even show that women need like one special person. It's usually a a partner or spouse, someone of that um, intimate level. And then like five other people, like a friend, a sister, where on the opposite side of that study, it shows that men just need one, maybe two people. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, that doesn't mean that like men don't need friends or anything, but like one person they feel like they can truly open up to their, all facets of their emotion where you know girls girls need their partner their spouse like and their friends right where guys are kind of just okay with that one person right yeah no i i uh, that's i love that that's a good point and i think that's very true honestly from my perspective but that's why i think even like when i look at now our marriage and like the scope of kind of how we've evolved into being so passionate about this topic as well is even just my background with like my family because Mm -hmm. when we talk about oh men kind of have that one person when i i am that person to you right yeah definitely and and i think it even though i've always believed in i mean i've always been a supporter of like get your guys night in like your mental health matters and all these things um I don't feel like at the beginning of our marriage, I fully appreciated um, your emotions. Like sometimes it was a lot for me. And like when I would be emotional to you, you're saying? Yeah. Like I didn't know how to handle it. <laughs> what do you, like why? What do you mean? Or like share an example. Well, I don't know if I really have a specific example, but I just think it was an adjustment for me just based on my background and how I grew up. I come from a family of six, my parents and then four kids and just one brother. So just really my dad and my brother were the only men in the house. And I don't want to say that they're not emotional people because they are. And in fact, I think one of their strengths was like helping and dealing with all the emotions of us girls. (laughs) Yeah. Like I, some of my favorite memories with my brother are in high school, I'd be having a bad day, you know, and he'd stop 
in front of all of his friends just as I'm walking out the door to say, hey, like you look really pretty or he'd be noticing I'd be having a hard day and he'd take me out in his Bronco for a drive, buy me some ice cream and we'd go sit at the top of a hill and just talk and I'd like cry about my problems and then he'd make me laugh and he'd, he'd kind of quote unquote be the hero, you know, yeah. of and save the day and and so obviously it's because he had that emotional maturity to recognize what i was going through and my dad was the same way i mean i had the similar types of experiences with my dad but on the contrary i can't as easily name to you the amount of times that i've like seen like my dad or my brother be super emotional just with their own things yeah whenever your dad like gets emotional like, like our families freezes. Like you always like, oh my gosh. It's Not so even just the scriptures. Like I, with the times I can think of like my dad getting emotional is like just when he talks about his mom. Oh, Like my true. grandma. Yeah. yeah. But then like he gets a hold of himself really quick and then like he's back to normal. Like everyone doesn't know what to do when he cries. It's not that we don't know <laughs> what to do. It's more just like, oh, he's crying. <laughs> but then it's also like, yeah, like. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just funny. So I don't want to make them sound like they're the most emotionally like daft people because they're not. They're actually very emotional. But yeah, I just think that, like I said, they I just think they naturally kind of were <laughs> handling all the estrogen in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I never kind of really it was never really reversed, at least from my perspective. And so I think when I married you like you are very outwardly emotional and, and that's okay, obviously, but, and it's healthy. <laughs> Just maybe more than you were used to. Yeah. A hundred percent more than I was used to a lot more <laughs> than I was used to. <laughs> and so, I just think it was important for me to learn because you just suddenly be really emotional over like something really small or a joke or. And by emotional, I mean, yeah, like all the emotions, like not just like, yeah, I'm crying even, all the time. Or maybe you did no, feel like I was crying all the time. No, I don't feel like you were crying all the time. But you definitely like felt things, or like we talk about things later. Like, hey, like what you this like? I I couldn't even give you an example because they're know, also they're so trivial. It's not like we were like for having freakouts or anything like that. But you know, just as in any marriage or partnership, you kind of learn. Oh, like maybe this kind of hurts. I should stay away from this topic, or yeah. this does, or. Or I, I don't even know. I don't want to get off too much on this topic. But I just think you're a lot more emotional than my brothers. My brothers. <laughs> I have one. <laughs> and just the way I grew up. It's just very different. Yeah. And now, if anything, I'm really grateful that you are so vulnerable with me. Because I feel very emotionally close to you. And if anything, it makes me feel even more safe when I need to come to you with things. And Yeah. You're, you're, we're, I don't know. We're just. Well, I think when you show emotions, it allows the other, per- like, that when you show vulnerability, one-sided. you're allowed to, like, the other person's also allowed to show vulnerability. Yes. Yes. And that just only, like, when you're trusting someone with the, your emotions or with your deepest, like, fears, and it allows you to feel the deepest type of love. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think that's really beautiful, honestly. Yeah. 100%. But, I mean, your, your brother and dad, are, and we're still so great. Like they're still like yeah, amazing men are. that are great examples to me and, and of just like service even and loving and showing that love. And something that I've, they've really taught me to like, yeah. to be better at. They would drop anything to yeah, help you out awesome. for sure. Yeah. But I just, I kind of grew up in a different um, household where 
emotions were maybe talked about a little bit more and everything. Yeah. Um, I grew up in a family of seven, my two parents and five kids. I'm the oldest and it's me and my brother and then three younger sisters. So also a house, I guess, full of estrogen a little bit. <laughs> um, and I don't know, like I just felt like we were able to talk about things and our emotions a lot. I felt like it, without me realizing it, it kind of implanted like, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. Um, things like that. Um, without me realizing it. Yeah. I think so too. Cause I, again, I look at like my, my upbringing and I don't want to say that that's wasn't the thick case. Cause like obviously right. we'd cry and like my mom, my dad, whoever would be there for us. And it's not like we weren't allowed to express emotion, but I kind of felt like it was kind of like, buck up, be strong. Yeah. Like The last thing I want this conversation to be is my family's better than your family. And that is oh, not no. the case at all. Yeah, no, 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 at no. At all. It's but just pure differences. Yeah, where I just felt like your family kind of takes a little bit more time to like let you work through those emotions. Mm-hmm. Where my family does, just in a different way. And then For it's sure. kind of like, all right. It's, all it's just one of those <laughs> things like when you get married, like there's you're coming from two different families. Yeah. Our families are real. I mean, we grew up five minutes from each other. Totally. Our families, like kids are similar ages. Dads do similar professions. Yeah. Like our families on paper seem very identical. But they're but so opposite. Got, but they're so different. When you get married, you realize how different family is no matter how similar they might seem. Yeah. And this is just one of those things. Which random tangent. I just have to say that was so shocking to me getting married. How different? I, are yeah. You, like I yeah. think you get married and when you're dating, I just feel like you don't know anything. Like, you're you, so like in love. you know, but like you don't. And then, um, cause yeah, like you said, I think especially with our families, our dads are both doctors. Like we went to the same high school. Like we both kind of did the same extracurricular even. Right. Like, yeah. Like we just were so similar. And like you same said, religion, like, everything. Yeah, we're the same age. Like, our younger sisters played piano together, just all the things like we right. on paper really do seem so, so similar. Mm-hmm. And then like you get married and you're like, Whoa, <laughs> Whoa, we're not the same. We at all. are so not similar. Like we are on paper, but that's <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> right. And this is what was one of those things was the, were yes, the emotions. A hundred percent. And just how you're dealing with them, I guess. Yeah. Because Maybe that, cause every man, your, your dad and brother have just as many emotions as I do. It's just, they process differently yes and i think along that line i so i was processing them differently right like you would talk to me and because i don't i don't ever i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i don't ever feel like i was this heartless wife who just wasn't used to emotion i I feel like i'd listen to you but then sometimes i'd be like okay like okay yeah i don't (laughs) think you're heartless like like i didn't know how to handle it though so then eventually like you'd cry or you'd say your piece and i'd be like oh like they're there for lack of better words <laughs> and then kind of like okay let's move on yeah, let's be happy and go. yeah and you're kind of like wait no and i'm yeah. like what <laughs> yeah and that's just not how you're used to doing the things and that's okay and that's actually extremely healthy right especially with your wife your spouse yeah, right yeah. with that one person that we're talking about yes. like to be open and yes and because like we said at the very beginning of this, I mean, section is that vulnerability is just going to deepen a relationship and deepen that trust. And I, that is so important. Yeah. Um, what do you think in your life made you realize, or I don't want to say realize, cause you've obviously always been this awesome, vulnerable like person, but 
I feel like it's been in the past year and a half where you and I have truly like developed this deep passion for this topic. What do you feel like, because obviously it's a plethora of experiences, right? But what do you think it is that really kind of rooted this passion? Of I mean, I think, I mean, th- thank you for your compliment, but I don't know if I'm the most vulnerable person in the world. Like, well, sure. I mean, I guess you didn't say that, but you did say like I'm very vulnerable and sometimes I just still don't feel like I'm super vulnerable. I guess... I'm probably more vulnerable than other guys, but I think I maybe have gotten passionate about mostly since we've gotten married, I think. Um, maybe seeing how it's blessed our marriage when we yeah, are able to bless open our up relationship and open up that way. And just like, I don't know, it just makes things like easier to talk to. And just like, yeah. I'm not like trying to put on a face because I am so bad at that. Yeah. Like, I cannot fake anything. Yeah, same. And I will say, I mean, I, this just reminds me of an experience when we were dating, mm-hmm. but everything you're saying is just, it goes back to, I think I said it earlier, but when you are truly able to be vulnerable in that deep of a way, you're able to be loved in that same way. Yeah. And, um, I think of like when we were dating and we kind of got to the point in our relationship where mm, I know we saying. either needed to break up or we were seriously going to like be getting married. Like we needed to break down some walls. It was either yeah, break it was up either or break we down are, some walls. Yeah, we are either moving forward and we need to like really get down and real with each other. Yeah. Or like we're done, you know. <laughs> and yeah. And I remember kind of laying everything out there to you and being like, "Yo, I'm in and like this is me right. <laughs> in all its glory <laughs> for good right. and for worse." <laughs> and you still were very guarded and and i remember thinking like okay like we actually might be breaking up because like you were just not willing to let down those walls um and then obviously you came down one night to my apartment and you're like let's go on a drive and we went and drove up to heber heber and you ended up just like really opening up to me but i feel like that was the night i I don't know yeah that was definitely like one of not I, the I first, you. but one of it the was main. A, it was a big turning point in our love story, yeah. though. And I realized, wow, like I really love this guy. And for all that he is as right. well. Well, I just wanted to be that like cool like guy you were dating that like was so, didn't have any problems. And was just like the manliest man in the world. Yeah. And I didn't want to break down those walls. I just wanted you to s- see me as this like yeah. superhero. Right. But like, that's sad. Not sad, but like what, once I break down those walls, like as cliche it sounds i become more of a superhero i become yeah even like you admire me even more for being vulnerable and right. trusting you and then i would with that facade of right. like oh i'm stone cold right. like powerful so like how does this topic relate to those that maybe aren't in a committed relationship like we are but they're just living life but like how can they um yeah, no, I think that's a good... I, I get what you're saying. I, yeah. I think what you said a, a little bit ago of that one or two per people, like guys need specifically, everyone needs someone. Yeah. And some for some people... And that that said, some guys may need five or ten people. Sure. But generally, whatever. Um, that I think everyone, no matter who you are, needs one or two people at least that they can be vulnerable and open with. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, if you're in a relationship, that's easy who that person's going to be. If you're not, having those deep friendships that you can trust in, I think are key. Or yeah. like if, or family members, that sometimes people aren't lucky to have, have those things. And that's when it's really hard, yeah. I think. 
and it can be well especially when you're being vulnerable but then we keep saying vulnerable and like what what does that even mean you know like what does that look like i just think the first step in being vulnerable is just like i mean you don't have to break down to someone to be vulnerable I think that's actually a key thing that's worth talking about. Like, I think you, we, we keep talking about emotions and being vulnerable. And I love that you just said, it doesn't mean you're breaking down. Being vulnerable doesn't mean you're breaking down crying and like your world is over. Right. Yeah. But like, I think it just means that you just like meet up with the, like your friend, like, oh my gosh, like this test was hard or this work was hard today. Yeah. And just like little, like sentences or conversations like like that 100 percent. and not just like oh yeah like work work was hard but like talk about it or be like like why is it hard or like right and then i think that's what we're trying to say is those conversations are healthy and normal to have a bad day at work to have a a hard day with a spouse or a friend or anything even and Mm -hmm. and i obviously think there's a fine line of what you share if it comes to like a spouse or things like that definitely but I still just think it show it's just the human factor, right? right? And it's okay to be raw and it's okay to not have this curated picture perfect life. That it's okay to be vulnerable with people and for sure. Like, no, my life actually is kinda hard right now or maybe it doesn't mean my life is so hard right now because there's even in times of trouble, right? There's much to be grateful for. But mm-hmm. like yeah, today at work kinda sucked. <laughs> yeah, and I think something that's popping into my mind is like in those conversations you can ask for advice and i think that's a good way to open a conversation yeah i like this is hard this is hard like xyz like what would you do i just think it allows people to start talking at least yeah and invite someone else into the conversation and allows the other person to also be vulnerable and maybe relate a similar experience or this or that or whatever i don't know i just think 100 opening those conversations and not just make oh life was hard oh sorry man bye like yes it starts a conversation of which brings me actually to i feel like i need to stand on my little pedestal real quick uh-huh. and like have a moment because I, I think i've i think i've realized how passionate i am about this one tiny like subject within the subject let me just get to what it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me just keep like building the suspense, you like the suspense. <laughs> um i think jokes are appropriate in the right times i think jokes are funny i even myself come from a family where we're super sarcastic we're funny like we're teasing and playful but with that being said i still think there's a time and a place and i think one of the biggest things that's important is coping and being vulnerable can still involve humor but i just think it's important to not push it too soon and then shut somebody down oh for sure i get what you're saying yeah because i think like for example, you could come to me or to someone and be like, ah, like today was such a hard day at work. And I might quickly banter back and say, ah, yeah, like hardly working or whatever, you mm-hmm. know? And that's great and all, especially in the right settings. But that might've been a moment where you were trying to be vulnerable and be like, no, actually today was really hard. And like, I'd like to talk about this for a minute. And like owning that and owning that. Mm. And if you need to come back and own that, that's great. But I think it also takes a little bit of social awareness on whoever you're coming to, whether it's me or someone else's part to recognize, Oh man, I'm sorry. Work was hard. And then if you start joking or if you start being like, Oh, thanks. Like, yeah, just gotta love work. Then I can, then that's kind of a social cue to me. Like, Oh, okay. So he's okay. You know, like we right. can joke about this. We can laugh. We can move on. But sometimes I think, 
people will too quickly jump into a joke or something. And then I think it's even harder for somebody who's trying to be vulnerable, who's trying to open a conversation because it's a hard thing to do. And then they kind of get laughed at in a way Mm -hmm. to then come back. Like, even though I say, yeah, own it and come back and that's okay. Well, it is okay. It's a very hard thing to do. You're not going to come back and say much easier said than done. Yes. And, and that's something I've learned. That's a good tip for someone that's like listening on the yeah. other, like to encourage other people to be vulnerable with you as well. With all this being said, like, how do you feel like that's affected us as parents? Oh, it's only heightened, especially with a, a father of three boys. Like, yes. Oh my I gosh. I am like way okay. more like heightened. Pause. <laughs> pause. You have to tell the story of me walking into the room of you like yelling <laughs> at Liam. Yelling. Yes. Yelling. So, <laughs> so Beckham, our second, um, like he's 18 months. A little, now he's a little over 18 months. Yeah, but whatever. 18 months. And he's just like that stage where it's like everything's like, he just is crying a lot, like throwing tantrums. Like yeah, tantrums just for like sure. If he doesn't get his way, he just something doesn't work exactly how he wants, he's, he cries. And Liam, his <laughs> older brother, um, will like get after him and be like, and like, stop no he'll say no no <laughs> and, and this is with anything like with anything. like he'll take his toy and he will be like no toy like my toy yeah. or or <laughs> yeah like his bottle like, no bottle like yeah. he just says no all the no time juice. like a good brother does <laughs> and so he got in this habit <laughs> of telling beckham whenever beckham would cry about whatever it was he'd say no cry no cry <laughs> and it would drive me crazy <laughs> because of this whole topic we're talking about yeah. and my passion for it for, of course they're just little kids but anyway i would like liam who don't say no cry like he can cry if he wants to like like i had kind of got off after him a couple of times okay which i have to interrupt here i did not know this was going on like i've heard liam say that before uh-huh. for sure but i usually just kind of like Meh, whatever like yeah you kind of didn't register in your brain what he was like saying it's like it was but i just kind of tuned it out and i wasn't as alert to like what he was telling his yeah. brother anyway so it happened one time and, and i'm not around yeah you weren't around and beckham's crying and this and it was like like something it was at in, lunchtime i think yeah something and I, happened so he we're was in the sad. kitchen you're in the kitchen and i came in from the garage or something oh, okay yeah and Liam goes, no cry. And I had, had lo- I was like, I'd had it at that point. So I walk into <laughs> the kitchen, like right as Jackson loses it. So I have no idea what had just happened. And all I hear is Jackson. I was like, Liam, he can cry if he wants to. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I walk in, <laughs> I walk in and you're like, hey, Liam, Beckham can cry if he wants to. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going <laughs> on? I was just like, you're like, you do not tell him to not to cry. Like, if he needs to cry, he can cry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. First of all, why is I'm like, why is Beckham crying? Second right. of all, why is Dad like so passionate that he should be crying right now? <laughs> it's like my boys can cry if they want to cry. Like they can it's show emotion. It's my party. I can cry if I want to. <laughs> But like parent, like being a a father of boys and especially like little boys, I feel like kids, boys are always told like, oh, like dust your, pick yourself and dust yourself off. Like, like don't cry. Like boys don't cry. Which I will say we still do sometimes. Like we don't want to raise them to be like. I'm not going to raise, no matter who it was, a boy or girl, I'm not going to raise them to be like a soft peach or something where they're getting like, I don't know. You know I mean? I I want them to like 
yeah. be strong. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I also want them it's to feel balance. the house. It's a balance. Yeah. And, and you can tell as a parent, like if your kids, when those moments are like, just like throwing a fit, kind of half crying. Yeah. Or if they've legitimately fell down and skid their knee, if yeah. they like legitimately fell down and skid their knee, I'm gonna be like, get up, like dust yourself off yeah, and go. No, you're going to pick them up. No. You're going to cuddle them. And I think that's important. A hundred percent. That you like, Hey, I'm sorry. That looks like a really hurt. Like, yeah. Allow them to cry for a second. I'm not saying it needs to ruin their whole day. Yeah. They need to cry for the next three hours. No. But like a good couple minutes. Let them feel. Let them feel that emotion. Mm-hmm. And then you know what? Like, hey, like, it's okay. Like, just, you know, and yeah. then like encourage them. And right. I think that's like. But then healthy. there's other times where they just are being a toddler and it's like, okay, get yeah. up. You're fine. You, as as the, your parent, you usually, I feel like you know, you can tell. Yeah. When, when you're supposed One to thing what. I've really tried to do as well is. Um, if something happens, even if it is seem trivial and like the, the natural parent in me, if you will, is kind of like, it's okay. Like he didn't mean to take your toy. Like let's all be happy and share, but to kind of like reason with Liam a little bit too. And being like, that was sad that he took your toy, huh? That made you really sad. And being like, but then kind of talking to him and being like, well, this is, this is why we share, you know, like, or I don't know that kind of probably didn't make a ton of sense, but I just, I just think it's important to have those teaching moments where we obviously help to also teach them to how to work through those emotions so that it doesn't ruin their day or they don't become these overly sensitive and emotional kids either. Right. But like, what do we do when we're sad? What do we do when we're mad? Like, it's okay to be mad. Like, I, fi- I find myself saying that a lot. Like, it's okay that you're upset right now. Right. But it's not okay to talk or hit your brother that way. Right. Right. But like, sure. you can be frustrated, Liam, Love and that. that's okay. But, like, I will not let you hurt your brother. Yeah. I just want to raise emotionally resilient children. Yes. I think and that's I think a that, great way of putting it. And I it. think that includes allowing them to feel emotions. Mm-hmm. And I think if you allow children to feel emotions. Totally. It, in turn, allows them to, like, be stronger. And I'll also say that if you're, if you share with them your emotions. Oh, th- yes. Yes, yes, yes. Which I'm not good at that either sometimes. But just one ca- caveat. Like we are not perfect at this like this like this is like what we strive to do to every day and we're trying to, like this is a tri- how we try to parent. i mean speak for yourself <laughs> <laughs> i mean you are pretty perfect um <laughs> but it's hard like parenting is hard and i think that is hard yeah but like that's our goal it, when in generally parenting i think is to rate to raise those emotionally resilient kids yeah but yeah, I mean, can you tell that we're, we're passionate not passionate about this, about this at all? <laughs> I mean, that was a lot. It is. It's it's kind of a hard topic too. Yeah, like and a, a part of me is like, I hope we did this justice without being redundant. But and we're also not experts, guys. Like yeah. we're not. We don't got no PhDs. No. <laughs> like, I'm just we're just purely giving our own tips from our own and sure. life and and thoughts and opinions. But and how we try to keep our sanity with three children under yeah. two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it is an important thing that needs to be talked about more is yeah. men's mental health and men's emotions. Totally. And I just want to encourage, we just want to encourage that with yeah. even this episode yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Well, I guess let's just end on a lighter note then as yeah. we do. What's on your shelf right now? So on my shelf is the kinder's buttery steakhouse seasoning (laughs) (laughs) guys i've got the seasoning at um costco Costco. like it was probably a month or two or maybe two oh for sure longer than that maybe the beginning of the summer (laughs) so i don't know if i still have it at costco but like you can get this brand the brand is kinder's 
Um, you can get it online or at other places. Anyway, they have this seasoning. It's buttery steakhouse. You're obsessed. It's so good. We put it on chicken on the grill. It's like, I don't know. It's it's amazing. I will say you've got some raving reviews. Yeah. I mean, we've had a few people over a couple times. We've barbecued with this same seasoning a couple times. Everyone gives me compliments, guys. They're if like, you want to feel like a grill master, use <laughs> yeah. this seasoning. They're like, oh, what is this? Did you buy this pre-season somewhere? I'm like, you're no, like, I season myself because I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you are awesome. <laughs> but it goes well on chicken vegetables but i i've used it most on chicken anyway i'm i could go on about it but it's just please do it's delicious guys (laughs) what else can you put it on (laughs) okay okay. what's on your shelf um okay so this is fun Uh, bridgerton the musical was just released today um so abigail barlow who's a singer songwriter and emily bear who is a piano prodigy like literally, but mm-hmm. she's a composer. So about eight months ago, or at least that's when I kind of learned about it. It could have been a little more, but on TikTok, they wrote a musical based on the TV show or Netflix or whatever, Bridgerton. And I'm obsessed. Obviously, my musical theater nerd is coming out in me. <laughs> the music is really good. Yeah. But basically what happened is Abigail Barlow kind of was just like messing around on TikTok and was like, what if Bridgerton was a musical and she kind of did what, like a 10 second snippet of like yeah. a song that she made up in her. And this was like, like last winter, like when Bridgerton was huge. Yeah. Um, anyway, it blew up. Like it went completely viral. Um, and then obviously tons of people got involved and they, and Abigail and Emily legitimately wrote like an, a full album of oh, really? songs yeah and today actually is the day that it was released the album was released uh-huh okay. and so you can have stream you listened to it i've been listening to like the first three songs i haven't gone through all of it just it's been a crazy day today as uh-huh. you know um but anyway it's currently on my shelf and i'm listening to it and i'm excited to get through it and just even the first two songs on the album i am like oh so are so they good. do they have like a what's it called like a, a pl- like a the it written like is it a pure music musical or is it like do they have like dialogue in between oh so the whole there's not a show written show thank you but the album is written yes and they hope to take it to broadway Uh and there's they've signed with obviously like producers and such to at least get the music out there but like they're they're right now scripting it and trying to so they're focusing on the music right now to hopefully get that big enough and yeah than someone that's maybe a show writer because there sounds like they're more uh-huh. like music writers. Yes, like the like a Pasek and Paul, if you yeah. will. Okay. Which I will say also on my shelf right now is the TV show Smash. We're watching it together <laughs> right now. And so speaking of like making a musical, it just like really goes hand in hand. Yeah. And I am like super on board with this. And I'm uh-huh. like, I would love to see this to go to Broadway. And I know everything that goes on behind <laughs> the scenes. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, but... I don't know. I just think it's so cool. The music's amazing and I'm a diehard. Just kidding. That's really dramatic. I'm not a diehard <laughs> fan. But But you're excited. But it came out today, so if I this I'm really hyped about it right now. I'm excited to listen to some of them. Yeah, I'll have to play it to you when we close this. Yeah, sweet. Which maybe we should do right now. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks guys for listening. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.